Hey, hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Fierce and Free. I'm your host, Noah, and in today's episode, we're going to be going over whether or not it is biblically required for Christians to procreate, and if you are a mother, how many children should you have, and also how God can use you if you're barren. So without further ado, let's get started. So before we get started, I just wanted to let you guys know that I did open an Amazon storefront. In that storefront, I have included study Bibles that I've recommended in past episodes. These study Bibles I have included are for your husband, men in your life, as well as study Bibles for your children. And of course, super cute study Bibles for you, girl, because we want to look fabulous when we're serving Jesus. In my storefront, I also have jewelry, workout clothing, workout gear, cross necklaces, gifts for your husband, gifts for him, as well as other things you guys can look through in your own time. That will be linked in the description box below. All right, so without further ado, let's get started with today's episode. Now, what prompted me to do this episode today is that my husband and I personally do not feel called as of right now in our season to have children. Mind you, if I were to get pregnant today, I would absolutely have that baby, no questions asked. But as of right now, we just don't feel like God has placed that in our hearts. With that being said, I've had countless interactions with fellow Christians who cast so much judgment to me and my husband because we don't feel called to have children as of right now. But we are using our free time to further God's kingdom and to enjoy each other's time as husband and wife. And in doing this, we're actually able to set a good foundation for our future child when we're ready. All right, so one of the first things that come to mind when thinking about the Bible and procreation is the passage in Genesis 1.28 where God tells Adam and Eve to be fruitful and multiply and to fill the earth and subdue it. Now, this passage is actually used as evidence that it's not only acceptable for Christians to have children, but that it's actually part of God's plan for humanity. However, it is important to consider the context of this passage. It was given to Adam and Eve in the context of them being the first humans on earth and were tasked to populating it. Now, you'll see in the Bible, it's never once mentioned you must or must not bear children. Now, in the word of God, we see his commands clear as day. Do not steal. Do not murder. Do not lust outside of your marital vows. You must obey the Lord your God. But it never once says you must bear children. I mean, we look at Paul and he says, if you can help it, don't get married. It's better to be single than to be married. He says, but if they cannot control themselves, meaning sexually, they should marry for it is better to marry than to burn with passion. I mean, there are many people who don't feel called to marriage, so how can they go forth, be fruitful, and multiply? We have missionary couples who are out there in third world countries as martyrs, risking their lives every single day to proclaim the word of God and the gospel and the truth, and yet they can't bring children along with them. And yes, a lot of these missionaries are married, but they are doing what God did command us to do, which was to go forth and make disciples out of all nations. That is a command. A Christian couple is not sinning if they decide not to bring up a child in this world. The sole purpose of marriage is not to have children. Marriage is supposed to represent the love between Jesus and the church, between Jesus and us. 
Listen, it may not be that time for you. It may not be that season in your life to where you're supposed to have children. God may be using you in this season of your life to spread the gospel and people around you because you do have more free time since you don't have children to raise. Now listen, don't get me wrong. Children are a blessing. We see it time and time again. Psalm 127.3, children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. So if you are blessed with a child, God is actually entrusting you to raise up this child in Christ. Instead of going out and making disciples and finding disciples, God is asking you to raise a disciple. So yes, you are still fulfilling the Great Commission. You're making disciples. Instead of going out and winning souls to Christ, you are raising a soul for Christ. Proverbs 22, 6, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he's old, he will not depart from it. Leading by our godly example will help structure this child's growth spiritually, emotionally, and physically. Make sure that you're taking the initiative to train up your child as a follower of God. Which brings me to my next point. How many children should you have? Well, if we're equating modern times to biblical times, we see that we are no longer an agrarian society, meaning we don't need all hands on deck all the time, people to go plow the fields, bring in the harvest. In biblical times, your whole cycle of living was built around crops, animals, farm life. Uh, you needed as many hands as possible to live pretty much. So in modern times, postponing children is very understandable. Now you are called to raise your children, but will you be able to spend quality time raising that child and making sure that you devote your time and effort into forming a disciple? Or will you be neglecting your child of that godly mentorship because you've spread yourself too thin? Are you in a financially good spot to have children? And now with schools indoctrinating our children, are you going to want to send them to public schools? Are you going to want to send them to private school? Or are you okay being a one-income household and homeschooling them? Those are all wise and valid questions and concerns to have. But when you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and have committed your life to him and are walking in line with God's will for your life, he will make your path straight. So you may become pregnant even though you're in a financially tough spot. You may become pregnant even though you already have 10 kids. But God does not make mistakes. He is perfect. He knows the plans he has for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Now, if you are in this time in your life where you're trying to figure out how many children to have, whether or not you should have kids, this is the time in your life where you lean on God for wisdom, discernment, and understanding of the season in your life. Just don't force it because going against God's plan can lead to a lot of despair, rebellion, and animosity. So don't try to guess God's plans or timing for your life because that's not fully trusting God and the plans that he has for you. So I hope that answers some questions. And listen, if you have fertility issues uh, or medical conditions that make it difficult for you to have children, God has given you a very special assignment because there are hundreds of thousands of children who do not have grownups that can minister and show them the love of Jesus. Now, I'm not saying to adopt if you don't feel called to do this, but use your free time to go volunteer at churches, uh, after school programs, adoption centers, the YMCA, homeless shelters. Go visit your nieces and nephews more often. Find a way to be influential in these children's lives because you may not have been called to be a mother, but you were called to go and make disciples. Now, I understand that some women are in a difficult spot when it comes to pregnancy. Uh, the father could have walked out. You may not be able to financially support yourself, let alone a child. You may not be in the right mental state to have a child. 
but there are options out there, financial assistance, even adoption agencies that will help you have your child and place them in a good loving home. I will link everything in the description box below, but please remember that abortion is never the answer. No matter how much this child will be an inconvenience or alter your life, that baby should not have to suffer the consequences no matter the circumstances. I mean, who knows? Maybe that baby will start a Christian podcast one day and help save a life. Just like me, because my mom chose life. All right, so to wrap this up, with all the topics we touched on today, at the end of the day, when you become a believer, you are submitting and committing your life to Christ. You're allowing him to become the author of your life and to make your path straight and to lead you to a prosperous and fulfilling life. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. And that's what walking with the Lord does, even when you don't expect it and you feel unprepared. Y'all, the most out of context verse that I have heard time and time again is that God won't give you more than you can handle, which is false. Let me back it up. They're talking about 1 Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. People who take this out of context are confusing suffering with temptation. God will give you more than you can handle, but that's why you have to lean on him so that you can grow closer in your walk, build a relationship with him, and mature as a disciple. So the same advice is applicable to all three things we touched on today. Whether you're unsure if you should have a child, you're not sure how many to have, or what to do if you're unable to produce a child is this. Be ready. Be a ready, available, willing vessel for God to use at all times. Be prepared for the unexpected and open-minded for the future. Be willing whenever given your assignment. It could be a mother, a missionary, a teacher, or even a podcaster. Be ready for God to use you. Alrighty, folks, as always, let's end in prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you for this day, God. God, please um, cleanse us of our sins before we step into your presence, Lord. God, I just ask that you bless this podcast and help whoever is listening to it to be able to apply it to their lives if it's your will lord jesus god um having children right now in this world is really scary i i'm one to admit that i'm definitely definitely scared to bring a child into this world but you tell us time and time again in your scripture do not fear that's one of the most used sayings in the entire bible lord so i ask that you please don't give us a spirit of fear whatever whatever doubts or questions we may be having whether it's to have children not to have children what do we do with our lives if we can't have children lord please just direct our paths and and help us to to have faith in you lord jesus whatever whatever your your mission is for us lord thank you god for using us lord help us to have faith in you and to be prepared for whatever the outcome is lord thank you god in Jesus' name i pray Amen. Alrighty, folks, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Fierce and Free. As always, please hit that like and subscribe. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share with a friend. But until next time, remember that you are fierce and free because of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. All right, everyone, have a good week. Bye.